Hello and welcome everyone to episode 36 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, how's it going? Of course, I'm the uh, English letterer for manga, like Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju number 8, and... Uh... Yeah, just ready to talk about One Piece today. Yeah, let's do it, because not too much else going on. This is just a set of really damn good chapters. I think that's yeah. just right out of the gate what this all is. And the escalation. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, let's not waste any more time and just get right to it with chapter 176, Rush. And hey, good memory. Because, yeah, I completely forgot that they actually did show. In, well, I actually had no idea in the manga they did show this because it happened chronologically in the mm-hmm. anime, I'm pretty sure. But, yes, we yeah. start with a flashback to how they actually escaped. The sequence is so good. Well, well, just, like, <laughs> the, the idea, like, Sanji, he kicks the gator. It spits up this ball. <laughs> They're just like, is that the, is that the key? <laughs> so that, that's no key. And then wax, wax, ball open. And it's like... Out comes Mr. Three, and <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm alive, and he's drinking up the water. It's like, oh, it's, I'm thinking about it. It's like, that's kind of gross. I don't know if that's fresh water or not. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just all, all immediately just like, all right, I got water. I'm feeling good. He underestimated me. I got my wax wax stuff. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. I'm so brilliant. <laughs> Wait, what's this key stuck to my uh, stuck to me? It's stuck to my ball. <laughs> I. I'm impressed at, like, the speed at which Mr. Three assesses the situation here. Where he's just like, oh, it's the Straw Hats. What's going on here? It's like, oh, room filling with water, still cage, and a key. And then he just yeet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ha, get rid of this key. We don't need, you suck it. They can't do anything. I am so brilliant and cruel, and I, I'm, you know, totally against you guys still, even though Crocodile just tried to kill me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that Usopp continues to be the biggest thorn in Mr. Three's side. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one with all the plans. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the plan hinges on Mr. Three being kind of an idiot. But, you know, he's like, I, I, I love this, just the pure transition from Usopp going, maybe we can use his wax wax, wax, wax powers to make a duplicate key. Then you turn the page and he does just that. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And he's beaten up, of course, because Sanji already, already proceeded to kick the crap out of him. <laughs> and of course, every time Sanji helps a uh, Baroque's Works member, he immediately knocks him out. <laughs> Mr. Three at this point, he just he just wants to be acknowledged for his efforts. He, he just wants to be mm-hmm. loved. But at the same time, he had it coming. Oh, he totally had it coming. He, I, I remember how <laughs> sadistic he was. So yeah, this this, yeah. this is deserved. We have another great page turn after this where it's like, okay, we got we, we got to get out. And then Vivi's like... Like, but it's crawling with banana gators, and then you turn the page, and they're all done. <laughs> exactly. It's like, and then <laughs> poor, poor Vivi's. I couldn't even handle one. It's okay. Those two aren't normal. It's so good. I, I love how even Luffy's bragging. It's like, hey, I'm not even. I'm not as strong when I'm wet. <laughs> He's just that <laughs> good. Top. Oh, the 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 ceiling just keeps getting higher. Oh yeah, it does, and <laughs> it's. Such a wonderfully comedic series of events to just get us to where 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 the present is and uh, yeah yeah the the water the wall breaks the water gets flooded all that stuff Usopp hits his head on a rock and we got three panels yep. of everybody rescuing each other Sanji saving Luffy uh, <laughs> Nami and and Vivi rescuing Usopp pulling his nose <laughs> put him again. by the nose. Again, yeah. that's oh. the same way she pulled his nose, his 
he pulled his nose in Drum Island where he was passed out. So <laughs> that's just her go-to. <laughs> Maybe his nose is so long because it keeps getting pulled off. I guess so. And then Zoro saving Smoker. Yeah, that's a surprise. And I was actually really confused by this. Is like because it just went right to it. It's like, why did you save him, Zoro? It's, it wasn't my decision. Hmm. Why wasn't it your decision? And we of course learned that pretty quickly. But because yep. uh, though that that panel of Smoker like kind of jabbing out with his staff and then Zoro blocking it with a sword. It's just rad. It's it's so effortless <laughs> from Zoro yeah. as well. He's just like, uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, not time. like Smoker's using his full abilities or anything like that. But. Of course. Yeah. Also, I love that this thing that seemed like just a, a joke. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, do you still have the perfume you bought at Nanahana? Yeah. Uh, could you put it on like this? And he's just like, ah, oh, I'm falling in love and going to heaven. It's like, that's an odd joke to have all of a sudden again that pays off later it's like huh yeah there's some interesting little bits here in in this batch of chapters of just like just weird one-off things that are like uh oda is so good at setting the stuff up yeah sanji with the plan like this is just for somebody that's been sort of out of the story for a long time it's just win after win after win for sanji lately yeah (laughs) he's finally getting used yep and we find out why Zoro, it wasn't Zoro's choice to save Smoker. It's because Luffy asked him to. He's like, hey, just leave him. And like, no, if we, if, if he don't save him, he'll die. He'll sink like an anchor. But I love Zoro's like, I would have let you drown. Just, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. And they're like, oh, of course, he's going to do his duty and try to chase after us. But Usopp and Luffy wake up and he sees Smoker and he's like, hey, you still want to fight? And he's, <laughs> Smoker's just like, what is this kid? <laughs> I, I do like that, you know, you can tell, like, th- this is sort of Smoker's way of showing appreciation where, you know, we've got the, the Navy coming up behind him and he's, you know, he, he just just this once, I'll let you get away, he says. And it's mm. like, you can kind of see the crack showing with Smoker, right? Like, his sort of, he has no idea what's happening. He's like, these are pirates, but they're, you know, like, like his sort of, his own belief system is kind of being pushed here. And I yeah. think that's really interesting. It's, it's his justice really coming through his own sense of justice. Nobody else's. Cause he's constantly saying yeah. how, how he's going against orders. And we saw that sort of branded justice to a degree with full buddy and Django. Cause yeah. they're friends and full buddy did not let him get away. Granted it allowed them to, remain friends because of the way the silly circumstances <laughs> having them both join the Marines. But it is one of those things where a lot of these Navy people seem to be very rigid and Smoker seems like he would be one of them, but he defies orders to be uh, based on what he wants to do. And yep. it makes him a much more interesting character. It does. Yeah. Uh, definitely the most interesting of, of the Marines we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I like this bit where, you know, you got some, one of the mooks just like captain you're gonna after him and he's like oh, i'm too tired <laughs> it's like what <laughs> i also like that luffy says i kind of like you and he just so just like get out of here <laughs> he's a tsundere <laughs> <laughs> can't be open to his true feelings and then he's having every ship in the region set sail for alabasta and <laughs> it's like wait you're what do the brass think if you're just going to try and catch a few lousy pirates i don't care what the brass thinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's clearly on his own agenda at this point it's 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 pretty great stuff and then the, then the perfume coming in it's like ah yeah. this way the smell of nami's perfume is getting stronger and that's it's chopper's way of figuring out where they were that's brilliant. Yeah, it's it is brilliant. It's just a little thing. Oh, and then just sort of the reveal then that Chopper has sort of brought in the cavalry. This giant smirking crab. 
That is a horrifying image. Yeah, it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that smile is just really freaky at all times. I don't know why yeah. that is, but it's really <laughs> disturbing. Nami points this out, but there's no answer for it. Yeah. Most people are freaking out. Vivi's all happy because it's a crab mover, and Luffy's like, oh, it's food. I want to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, apparently this is a friend of Eyelash's. This is Eyelash's hometown, so he has all kinds of friends around here, but they're strange. Yeah, they're very strange. So it's a nice, fast way to try to get to Alabarna. So it's like, all right, we've made our escape. We're all together. We have this fast way of moving. Let's go. And that one thing there, it's just, you don't even notice as they're doing the giddy up almost at first. But yeah. the hook coming out and grabbing Vivi. What a, like, just so masterfully, like, like coming out from, like, the dust that the crab is creating is just like, oh, God, what? Oh, no, not again. <laughs> and Luffy, quick thinking, grabbing Vivi, tossing her to the rest, hanging on to the, the hook and just saying, go on without me. And, and that's how the chapter ends. Ah. And that that stare at, from uh, Crocodile there at the bottom is just like, oh, boy. Uh-huh. He is done <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> and i i like this next page turn where we have it's just like a breakdown of all the things we've been up to <laughs> that since we've gotten to alabasta i really want to point out god the f- the first time i read slash watched alabasta i like th- for some reason the the layout of everything in the map just kind of like washed over me but like maybe maybe because later arcs have so many kind of like complicated like the spaces they take place in are so much more complicated that I look at Alabaster like, oh, this is incredibly straightforward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I couldn't follow it before. The crazy thing to me is that this is still only a small section of Alabasta. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're dealing with like, this little chunk. Also, nice thing to point uh, that I didn't notice the first time I was looking at this map, but the uh, they, they have the uh, the Jugong on, on yeah. the, next to Arimalu. They're very important. Yeah, very important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun to see where we've been it kind of reminds me of like rpg stuff yeah yeah exactly. like world map and like this is where we've gone and that's what we've done all that all that good stuff i feel like the big one piece arcs are very much like that <laughs> yeah but yeah let's go ahead and move on to chapter 177 30 million versus 81 million what a great what way a to... great chapter t- t- chapter title that's such a good idea to have it yeah it's like oh like that. that puts it into perspective oh yeah I don't know about you, but it, I've noticed that Usopp gets the biggest drip when it comes to these title pages. And anytime <laughs> he gets to dress in other clothes, he just he gets to be the most stylish, I swear. Why is he just like he's got like a piece of meat hanging out of his mouth? Or I guess he's hanging with the dog doing the same. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> I, I think the contrast is what makes it funny. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite good. These, these, these chapter titles are just fun to look at. Yeah. But yeah, into the chapter itself, Luffy's still getting pulled towards Crocodile and just says, take care of her. Make sure she gets to Alabarna. He's just laughing as she's all afraid. And Zora's confident in him. Is like, all right, let's go. Let's keep going. Go get him. Yeah, I, I, I'm i a big sucker for these kind of like, leave him to me. I got this. Yeah. You know, taking one for the team. And Nami's confident as well. Is like, hey, he's going to get some pretty tough customers and he's the one standing. So don't worry mm-hmm. about it. And it's like, hey, the the rebels are getting there. We have to get there or Alabasta is finished. So you're the only hope. This is his job. This is what he wants to do. This is our job, getting you mm-hmm. to Alabarna. And even Sanji says, you're not fighting alone anymore. And that gives her the confidence to just say, yeah, hey, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, even even Port Usopp's in on it. You know, he, he's, he's 
he's got the shakes, but he's you know I'm 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 with you. It's another good sign of the friendship going on. It. Yeah. <laughs> what a way for these for Crocodile and Luffy to properly meet outside of a cage. <laughs> Luffy ass on up. his back, yeah. ass up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for the big showdown: Crocodile versus Luffy. Man, that that again, like. All the close-ups on Crocodile, I feel like Oda just has to make him look as intimidating as possible. Mm, and just, again, dumb with everything. Like, he's, I can yeah. tell he just feels like he's wasted more time on this than he needs to. Absolutely. Luffy taking off the little cover for his hat and just, like, talking about how Vivi is always trying to help others, feeling compassion, and doesn't want to get a single person killed. And even Crocodile's like, no casualties? That's a, that, that doesn't make any sense. It's easy for someone who's never been in a battle. And Luffy agrees with them. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of li- like this uh, sort of maybe sort of the Venn diagram where their views kind of align a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's some commonality here because they're both pirates. Yeah, so they get it. But she's Luffy's friend, and as mm. long as he's around, she's gonna kill herself trying to stop you. So I don't want to lose my friend, so I'm gonna stop you here. Again, the way Luffy can get under Crocodile's skin is like it's so good. <laughs> I've, I've deserted dozens of fools like you. In that case, you're the fool. And, just, <laughs> and then all Sundays, she laughs a little bit like, I got him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's she's enjoying this. You can tell she kind of has a soft spot for Luffy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get this thing that I completely forgot about this. Yeah. You want to die to Nico Robin? Oh, got a name drop. Yeah, get her actual name, not just all yeah. Sunday. Well, and I love that she's like, uh, you promised not to call me by that name. And then, you know, she just kind of pieces out. <laughs> and Crocodile's like... Even even she's a mystery to me. I like that she's cool with him doing a death threat. Yeah, but don't call <laughs> me by the these name. These two, their relationship is so fascinating. Like they're they seem to like they're working together, but are just it has such a I don't know like a familiar yet entirely passive like yeah the way that these two interact. It's almost like a an ally of convenience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Just because they because they don't understand it, it's like that woman's a mystery to me. That's that's a big thing from Crocodile where he doesn't <laughs> yeah. quite get it, but she's useful. But then he puts down this this sand dial. It's like, all right, you get three minutes. And Luffy's like, <laughs> all right, fine. Cool with me. All right. And then we get this fight, this really cool choreographed fight. It's been a while since we've seen a fight like this from Luffy. Yeah, exactly. Starting off the gum gum pistol that Crocodile dodges, goes in for that hook. Luffy dodging as well. I do love the um, on on the previous page where he uses the gum gum pistol. I love at the bottom where it's like you you see the transition of crocodile like turning into sand and basically just like transporting right in, himself right in front of Luffy. It shows the the threat level from him. He just he, he's a sandman. He is a, a yeah. problem is, and that becomes all too obvious as he, he puts down the the stamp, goes through his body and just sends Luffy tumbling because there's nothing there. Yeah, you just can't hit him. And the great thing about this is that Luffy is not hitting him. He's doing no damage to to Crocodile, but he's annoying the hell out of him because he keeps interrupting (laughs) him. He's just (laughs) trying to taunt him, and then he'll just Gatling gun, and nothing happens. It's like, hey, you can never, and then Bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just, don't care. Even pulls out the battle axe and stomps him into the ground, and he just keeps stomping. the finisher. Yeah, and and Bazooka, too. Yeah, it's just like all of Luffy's best attacks, and it's just like... And nothing's really affecting him. 
all it's doing is upsetting him because as soon as he gets to, starts talking, he just tries yep. to punch him. And that's it's enough so to just set him off. <laughs> I was like, what was that? You trying to say something? Yeah. <laughs> Luffy might not be able to do uh, physical damage, but he's doing a lot of emotional damage to Crocodile <laughs> yeah, right is. now. It's just can't, can't let him talk smack. No, there, there's no smack talking here. But it is a massive point that Luffy is doing his biggest attacks that we've seen up until this point. Nothing. Yep. And that's a different feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is the end of the chapter. Like, it's 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 weird because it's like a big, a good fight, but it also just yeah. seems like nothing quite happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got our SBS. I, nothing too crazy here, except that we did get a question about if they were all animals, what would they be? So mm-hmm. Luffy is a monkey, Zoro's a shark, Usopp's an armadillo, <laughs> Nami's a cat, and Sanji's a duck. Sure. But sure, the one he's not? most confident about is Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He's so good. I know Luffy and Nami are definitely right, but I think I saw somewhere his took inspiration from others. Hmm. For the others from a little different. I don't know. I can't remember. But I do remember he yeah. did, did actually say That's what their their designs were kind of inspired by. Mm-hmm. But this might be right. I don't, I don't know. But it's hard to tell sometimes when he seems a little... Not so serious. <laughs> that, that's the funny thing about the SBS sometimes. It's like there are very insightful and interesting things that are, you know, end up being canon. But like there's also things that are just like, is he serious? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd one. Uh, either way, let's see how this fight goes. Go into chapter 178, Grand Line Level. And yeah. this is another really cute cover story right off the bat like <laughs> I, I like the outfit for vv it's a very it's cute posing the eel with the rose i'm sorry that that, that thing's dappers all get out yeah he's got a little bow tie he's shooting his shot i appreciate that you gotta go for it sometimes and, it, and even that uh that dosakoi from the east blue making its appearance again <laughs> i don't know why oh, that always wow. pops out to me but there it is yeah hey it's the the, the biggest the biggest uh, branding in the east blue apparently <laughs> yeah gotta you gotta be trendy back into the fight it's time to see more of Crocodile's moveset, I think. <laughs> yeah. He shoots out his, uh, he's got the desert spotter, which is sort of like a straight line of like a, it's like a blade, basically. Yeah, you see it like cut a rock in half. Yeah, and Luffy has that good battle sense where he sees that rocket cutting half and knows immediately like, oh crap, I got to get out of the way. Yep. <laughs> and just, oh man, seeing the desert split in two like that really shows off the power. Yeah, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> this is an interesting speech for the yes. future. Where yes. Crocodile says, I've worked hard to develop my devil fruit powers. I can use them to make any weapon I want, unlike some fools who are satisfied with their powers as they are. I continually condition myself and improve my skills. And I'll make you regret you ever tangle with me. It's like, that is interesting. It just, it indicates yeah. that the powers can be made better. You can tap deeper into them than what's oh, yeah. apparent on surface level. Th- that is a speech that only gets more true with time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I don't think we'll see that uh, for a a while, but it is sort of an interesting, like, oh, okay, there are, he he is sort of like taking the concept that he is sand and is sort of getting smarter with them. What can sand do? Can I do this? And kind of go from it from there. And yeah, as you said, it'll be a while until we really see this in its full effect, but this is a really good first indication of it. And an impressive display where... He uses Desert Girasol, I think it is, 
and just creates a massive quicksand pile. Yeah, that, that perspective, like that, that thing is huge. Like <laughs> Luffy and Crocodile are just tiny little specks. You mm. can see where he like cut it in half. It's it's wow. Yeah, the scale of it is really huge. Yeah, definitely a great power scale and really does show us like, oh, I'm in a desert kingdom and I'm a, de- a sand man. This is not so good. <laughs> yeah, it's like no one has the chance against them in the desert in a desert battle. And Luffy trying to think of his ideas more and more using, again, those smarts, gum gum bazooka to launch himself out of the sand. And it's yep. like, all right, well, I'll try to snare you instead with the, the finger net. And all it, all it does is get swiped aside. Yeah, and then he tries to go in with the gum gum whip too, and it just—it's just nothing. Yeah, I, I love how they can get into this body horror. Yeah, <laughs> it's splitting in half. Yeah, it's just not it's, enough. It's sad. He's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, and this—this this is a cool move. The crescent crescent cutlass. These are some awesome yeah. names. I gotta say. Oh yeah, yeah. These are all great. I wonder if this—if people got freaked out when they people were like. My my arm, and you're like, oh god, did he lose his arm? And then you see it, and it's like the mm. height completely de- <laughs> mummified, which is what we saw him do to uh, Mister Three earlier. Yeah, seeing it in its effects, it's like, geez. yeah, I think that was before the uh, the former uh, formal reveal that he had the sand sand fruit. But I mean, it makes sense now. Where you know he says it straight up, like he, he can uh, use sand to absorb the moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just shrivel it all up, and that's that's you know. We've seen it demonstrated time and time again. That's how we got indicated that this was his power. But Luffy, yeah. having to make this ridiculous, <laughs> goes and gets his water. <laughs> I love how muscly it is when he gets it filled back <laughs> he gets, up. He drinks and his arm gets buff. I love Crocodile's like, ridiculous. And Luffy says, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's like that dried up old man in Yuba worked all night to get it. The old man told me, Yuba won't lose to the sand. And he's like, God, he took inspiration from Wapple with the gum yes. gum munch munch. <laughs> <laughs> eats eats the top half of, of crocodile and <laughs> crocodile he gave it his best shot yeah burst out of it i you get the sense that crocodile's never been so disrespected like this that somebody Absolutely attempted not. to do this to him <laughs> oh god and it's like all right i gave you three minutes i'm done yuba's done stop wasting my time and just use uses sables whips yeah. out Whips up a sandstorm right outside of Rain Base. Yeah, and and oh, I I love not only do we see it and that it's huge, but like we see like you know in the next couple pages, like you, you see the see it from the perspective of people pretty far away. Oh yeah, they're like within Rain Base, and even them like rushing off. And this this crab is not going slow. Yeah, obviously it's crocodile. And like hey, the winds always blow from north to south, so if the sandstorm would head south, going strong as it went. What would lie in that path? And, yep, he's striking at Yuba to just completely throw off Luffy. Hints of Mr. Three just that, like, hey, this guy has nothing to do with it. But, hey, you have a connection. You got that water from him. Screw Yuba. I'm taking it out. Oh, yeah. In in hindsight, I wasn't uh, really sure, like, what they were doing with the placement of um, Old Man Toto is sort of, it's sort of genius in that it both sets up, like, the characterization of Koza and sort of his relationship with, you know, every, everything's kind of interconnected here. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how much of a, a deal Toto is, how much he connects to, to Koza, to Yuba, that connection to uh, with Luffy and the, and the people, because Luffy hasn't yeah. met many citizens of this. These are just random people, but he has that connection with the old man that gives him 
that is just enough to make him want to protect that. And we've exactly. seen it with him time and again, where he just needs to meet that one person. Like, all right, this is their treasure. This is what they, they are their ideal. I need to protect it. Exactly. And he's desperate. He hasn't been able to hit, uh, do any damage to Crocodile at all throughout this. Mm-hmm. And he's just goes up to him and starts shaking him. It's like, just stop it right now. And God, these panels, the, the oh, yeah. eyes on Luffy, the, the, the sandstorm in the background, and then seeing the hook. He gets Sephiroth by uh, like Mario in that trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except it actually cut through. <laughs> it is gruesome. This is something we've never seen before. And I remember the first time I encountered this, I was losing my mind because it was the yeah. first time that Luffy... Luffy lost. Yeah. Luffy has never lost in this up to this point. 178 chapters, and Luffy has never lost at this point. Never even seemed like... The closest he seemed to losing was Arlong. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the, the most tense. Yeah. But this is just a straight up, like, he this is a straight up L. <laughs> yeah. Even even then, he was kind of joking around with him with the teeth and all that stuff. And, like, once he really got serious, Crocodile, not Crocodile, but Arlong couldn't really stand up to him. Yeah, But exactly, this but... did everything. All I mean, those abilities we've seen up to this point, and they did nothing. Yeah. It, it, I think it's really effective seeing all of all of like Luffy just busting out the full kit and it just he just can't do anything against him. Yeah, it just shows that power gap. And mm-hmm. again, those words from from Crocodile, it's like you're just a two bit greenhorn greenhorn and uh, upstarts like you are a dime a dozen in the grand line. And that's yeah. That hits. That, that hits. That, that's how it ends. It's like I, I, I love it. I love it. I love what oh, yeah. they've yeah. done here. It's just, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, I always thought it was a great scene, but re- like going back through it in context, like the, the fight is really good seeing this, the sort of dread you see like, oh yeah, it, not, not often. <laughs> is it just like that? I don't know that, that level of like a beat down of just like, yeah, yeah. you were not even close. <laughs> it's yeah. It, it's, it's something we just haven't seen from Luffy before. And to see this gap that Luffy can't overcome really does raise the stakes. Especially because while the fight is good, it's also completely ineffective. Like, yeah, exactly. Luffy accomplishes nothing in that other than, I guess, getting a look at uh, Crocodile's powers. But man, what a way to to end it. Like, obviously, as a One Piece fan, you know Luffy is not dead. Mm-hmm. But just to see him get that damaged is Ooh, yeah. so striking. Whew. Let's go ahead and move on to chapter 179, Showdown at Alubarna. And Karu gets his own cover cover page. That's good. That's fun. Yeah. He's running out of Falcon. Is that, is that supposed to be Pell? I mean, maybe it's a Pell <laughs> allegory, but either way, it's yeah. like, oh, cool. What a great way to start this chapter as well, where you can just see the tension on, on everybody, where we have these strange lies from Zoro, <laughs> these strange stories, not Zoro, from Usopp, explaining how why crabs walk sideways. <laughs> and Zoro's using his sword to do lifts with um, eyelashes. Yeah. And Nami's just like, you're wasting your strength. And she just screams out, shut up. It's like, and Sanji, <laughs> the calm one, kind of. It's like they have to do something. Ignore him. They have to do something to ease the tension. I, I like that Sanji's still wearing the glasses. It's a good look on him. Yeah, the glasses do work. <laughs> Man, it's it's the, the tensions are definitely up is because the yeah you know, Sanji and Zoro of course fighting again. It's like hey, I'll say it, you're scared, Zoro. You think Luffy might lose, and <laughs> they call him pretty bat brow boy. <laughs> yeah, but of course uh, they might be the strongest on the crew, but they're still weaker than Nami, who, who gives them a good. Well, I, I love that like they both get punched, but like Sanji's is like his 
is in the shape of a heart his little bruise <laughs> yeah it's I, it's a really good detail i love how this chopper's just like oh god <laughs> <laughs> she's so scary and usopp's like all right a second command i gotta do something uh and then vivi immediately steps oh, up. Second like command. don't worry <laughs> luffy's not gonna lose we made a promise we're gonna meet in alabarna of course, Nami's just like, hey, you just worry about the rebellion, punches her in the head as well. <laughs> I, I think Nami might actually be the strongest on the crew. I, I think she might be, like, when it really comes down <laughs> to it. <laughs> it's just like, hey, let's switch our thoughts to Alabarna. Let's go Pincers. Like, that's the crab's name. Like, did you just mm. name him? And then even make it worse as we see. Just just one last little pu- uh, punch in the gut. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's Toto. He's I found this nice big thing of water. Yeah. It's filling oh. the hole. Like, and then you, the you see the sandstorm coming. And then just that Yuba is still alive and then just immediately switch to Yuba will die. Yep. Then the rebels will be even more enraged and their misguided compassion will rip this kingdom apart. Same goes for you, Straw Hat. You see then that his hook actually also pierced the water bottom yeah. of Yuba, which is also <laughs> kind of symbolic. And he's like, it is, yeah, I didn't think about it that way, but it is very symbolic. You'll no longer feel gra- any gratitude for this. Wa- and he can't even finish because... As the water drips down his arm, Luffy sort of grabs him. Yeah. And it's hard to interpret what's going on here, whether Luffy's like the fact that he's showing any life at all or the fact that Luffy has a strong grip, because it seems to me like Crocodile's legs are buckling. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Like he's kind of struggling to kind of get him off. Yeah. It's, it's like something's strange to him. Yeah. Something's definitely off here. I've seen this part. But for any newcomers, this is obviously important. Yes. <laughs> How it's important, we'll see. Yeah. But just keep it in mind. But that's enough that it's like, oh, crap, you're still alive. And he just tosses him into this into the quicksand. Rip. Oh, God, just the way Luffy's like the, the like his arm people are out. gone. Yeah. He's coughing up blood. It's like, jeez, that, that is. Yeah. It just looks so painful. Yeah. What a what a way to just like completely convey this loss. Just like like Luffy in the quicksand, his arms reaching out, you can, you know, you know, crocodile's way above him. That also feels like some symbolism, almost. Like mm-hmm. he's reaching out and can't can't quite reach to that level. And just saying, what a waste of time! It's like, oh, ah, yeah. man, just getting those villain vibes in there. Mm. And then we go back to the, the the navy with Smoker and Tashigi, where Smoker is ordering Tashigi to go to Alabarna, and she's like, well, do I go after the Straw Hats, or do you want me to assist the Royal Army? It's like, ah, it's up to you. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's like, no, you decide what you want to do there. It's like, what, what do you mean? It's like, just follow your own sense of justice. I'll take full responsibility. I mean, it, it's funny considering, you know, like the, the Navy is, they're all about like order and stuff. Mm-hmm. So of course Tashigi is just like, I mean, you're, like you, you, you're in charge of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean? Follow my sense of justice. Mm, it's really interesting in that way. Seeing the relationship evolve just as time goes on, it's like yeah. see, kind of how Smoker treats her. The Straw Hats changed him. He doesn't want to admit it. Uh, he's heading out to sea for something. We don't know exactly mm-hmm. what. Uh, we do know he called for backup as well, but we don't know. All we know yeah. is that he's he tells her to pay close attention to what becomes of the country, whether it uh, should fall or survive. He's like, well, whenever events like these are occur, history is about to be made and just leaves her kind of questioning. So Hmm. she's like, well, what do we do? Well, 
we're here for the straw hats. Let's go get the straw hats. It's Armin oh, tells the teeth, right. and we're going to Alabarna. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> yep, exactly. Because she, she doesn't know what else is going on. She wasn't there, so she does not yeah. know about Crocodile's plan or anything like that. Uh, Smoker's yep. kind of kept that to himself. And then we see just everybody converging. The rebel forces led by Koza approach Alabarna, and and then Chaka's preparing. Apparently, the enemy is over two million. Two million Jesus rebels. Christ. <laughs> like, my Which, God. It's got to be... A lot of that's got to be Baroque works, right? <laughs> I mean, a chunk of it has to be, but I don't know. Yeah, but seriously, like, the, the, you really feel the tension. Just like, this is, these are two giant armies about to clash. Yeah. And it, I love with Chaka, they, they, they talk to the soldiers that they're convinced, like, we've been around the king long enough. This, no, how can anybody believe this is bad about him? Because we've been around the king and they're right. Right. I, I love that they keep the faith, you know? Yeah. It's like something has, something bad has befallen him, but. We have to win. We can't let yeah. we can't let this kingdom fall, and it's just a mis- another misguided idea. It's like, well, we can't because he was told to abandon, but he did not. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, no, it was, I'm sticking to my guns since I don't have the authority to attack Crocodile. So let's just defend and maintain, and we'll pick up the pieces after that. Smart. But he is having the civilians evacuate, so that's good. Yeah, there's nobody going around, and then we finally see the part. Obviously, Mister Four and Miss Miss Merry Christmas were the ones that kidnapped Cobra, and man, it is something else to see him just bound and gagged, and all they have to all they have to do is babysit. There's this interesting line from Merry Christmas where she says that sneaking past the palace guards and kidnapping it was only something we could do. I don't actually know if that like I don't even remember what their uh, their powers are if they have them. So it's like. I'm wondering what that's about. I remember Miss Merry Christmas's power, but I don't remember what Mr. Four is capable capable of mm-hmm. offhand, like fully. But I do. I it's hard. It was hard for me to forget Miss Merry Christmas's power because it's we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I legitimately don't remember. Uh, you know, you just get this prayer from Cobra. It's like Chaka, Koza, don't fight. Do not destroy each other. You're also this country. And mm-hmm. it, just these panels. I love this build up. Is this. so good the stakes yeah. are drawn luffy is out those who lament war those who fight those who incite war and those who knowing the truth want to stop it their hopes are about to collide in alabarna and to just see that map again where everybody's coming in these five sides the royal army yep. the rebels the baroque work straw hats and the navy all converging i love crap like this yeah this is such a like a big war <laughs> like such a <laughs> just Head and shoulders above anything we've seen in the story up to this point. And Uh Oda has just set this up so brilliantly. It's fantastic. And what another great way to end it is just, it's silent. We see a little pop from the the, 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 uh, quicksand. More silence. You see Luffy's face sticking out above. And all he does (laughs) is scream out meat. (laughs) What a great way to end that chapter. It's like, yeah, of course, of course he's alive. <laughs> of course he's alive. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we do have an SBS. Nothing too crazy. Uh, we have Tashigi's age and height. She's 21 and 5 foot 7. Well, um, she's on the tall side. <laughs> yeah, the tall side of 5'7". Oh, five, Japan. Seven. Oh, oh yes. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and also a little bit of a question about Ace's uh, flame flame fruit, where... Can he turn his body into flames or can he shoot flames out of his body? Which is it? Mm-hmm. The answer is mainly one. He can turn his body into flames, but his most deadly move, the fire fist, makes his fiery knuckles expand by increasing the temperature. So it's also like two. So it's a little, mostly yeah. one, a little bit of two. Yeah, I feel like that's sort of the 
the basis, you know, for uh, folks with the uh, devil fruits like like aces. And you can imagine him kind of training up that power kind of like crocodile. Yeah, exactly. It's not just like, oh, I'm fire. It's like, what, what can I do now that I'm fire? Yeah. How can I how can I use this? Well, let's go ahead and get to it. Chapter 180, Alabasta Animal Land. And <laughs> I, I love that uh, everybody's lined up with gold in this little thing. They're all gold diggers and Nami's just happy <laughs> as can be. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a life. These animal covers cover arts are they're just great. A they're, lot of fun. They're also just cozy. One straw hat with one animal. It's I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. fun. It's a good format. Yeah. Definitely is. But yeah, into the chapter itself. We're back with Luffy, head sticking out of the sand. And all he's all he can think of is just being absolutely kind of pissed about the, the yeah. things that Crocodile said. Like, I outclass you as a pirate. You will die. He's just built different. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's trying to get out, trying to work his way out. And all of a sudden, we see a figure. And then a bunch of hands reaching out of the sand and lifting him up. Oh, Luffy even says thank you to Miss All Sunday. Yeah. Then we got got this very, oh boy. Going back into that lore, why do you fight as one of those whose name is D? <laughs> Luffy's got no idea what she's talking about. And I'm guessing it's, yeah, it has to be uh, All Sunday saying this. It's just, who are you people? She's yeah. so deadly serious for, like, for the first time we've really seen her. She's been mostly aloof. But here yeah. she seems incredibly serious. Just says it's a waste of time to ask. Gets the straw hat. Leaves it at that. But then all of a sudden, hey, Pell's back. You know, he, he sort of healed from him having his neck snapped. But all yeah, right. I mean, his back broken, all that stuff. It's like, hey, now that I know what your powers are. He got better. Different. <laughs> and all she says is, hey, you're worse, hurt worse than you think. But hey, help that kid. He is the yeah. one that brought your hit princess home. Uh-huh. And I love this Excelligator. These animals are so good. They're, I mean, we get so many of them in this chapter. It's so great. Uh-huh. Well, I, I love the, the, the note. It's the second fast, fastest animal in Alabasta. It's got like a little like comfy seat on it. Like she is riding That's in like the uh, high style. Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, this very interesting for her. She saved Luffy. She almost seems to be working maybe against Crocodile, even though she's kind of going with him. Yeah, it's, it's you can tell she has her own priorities. And yeah, she's just kind of along for the ride with Crocodile. Something something else is going on because she's been helping in her own ways. Doesn't seem bloodthirsty at all. Saved Luffy, even though Luffy saved himself. I don't think she would have recovered the body if she didn't see his head popping out there. Luffy got out of that, got to that point on his own, which yeah. is still for having a giant hole in his chest is really freaking <laughs> impressive. Yeah, I, I sort of like the idea here that like Pell has no idea who Luffy is at this point. And, you know, you know, he's you know tr- like thinking like, oh, if I'm no match for her, who can protect Vivi? <laughs> and he's just like Luffy tugs on him, and it's just like me. <laughs> Here's like, the guy that can the- <laughs> maybe protect her, but he's just so determined, and it's yeah. great. And yes. again, showing that all Sunday doesn't seem to be what she's all about. Yeah, speaking of people uh, saved by all Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Igram, back in Alabasta. How did he get here? I, I don't know. He exploded. I just, I saw their ship. Princess Vivi and those pirates must have made it here safely. I must hurry. Please let me be in time. It's like, he's alive. And it just goes to show, like, Mr. Three survived when he seemed to be dead. The yep. giant survived when they seemed to dead. Igram <laughs> seemed to survive when he dead. <laughs> Nobody dies. Unless no, it's in flashback. <laughs> Yeah, every everybody's fine. Every, everybody's just like Luffy got a hole punched in him. Like, ah, yeah, 
this arc is what really pushed in my head. It's like, okay, nobody yeah. ever dies in, in, in One Piece unless it's no, in a flashback. That, and in that sense, it's like, okay, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it sort of people could have that debate if they want. I, I, I don't really care one way or the other, but it, it, it almost makes sense in a weird cartoon kind of way. Of just, you know, when you think of something like Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And the kinds of just like the kinds of damage that characters can take. And they're just like, oh, they'll just walk it off. They're dead just long and en- dead in quotes long mm-hmm. just long enough to make it have an impact. Yeah, exactly. You get that returning hope. But man, we get in this basically a countdown throughout this entire mm-hmm. chapter. It's like five hours until the rebel forces reach Elabarna and Toto facing down that giant sandstorm. What a beautiful image yeah it's just like oh man (laughs) just that that him with the shovel looking at that that raging storm and just talking about it's like do your worst you'll never defeat yuba and you see it just getting wrecked with him in the middle man four hours to go they've reached the sandora (laughs) river but they hate water they can't cross the water so we need to find some other way across even then we have miles and miles of desert to cross so if this crab can't cross the river what are we going to do once we get to the other side. I weirdly like this gag more than I probably should. <laughs> yeah, the, seriously. The, the solution, well, well, just sort of the setup. We have Chopper here like, pincers like dancing girls. And so what Nami does, and you're like, oh, okay, here comes the fan service. And she just kind of like, eh? Stands there? stands there. And, it, and like, it, it works. And then you flip the page. And they're just like, wow, it works. And then you know, the crab's running on water. And then he just starts to slowly sing. <laughs> he just blub, blub, blub. <laughs> it, is, it is a really funny payoff and set, all, set up and payoff. Although I don't know how her dancing outfit got front and center again. Because she's yeah. been covered up for a long time. <laughs> I, guess, I guess she did just lower it because she says, will this do? I Honest to God, because I didn't look ahead that far. I was like, oh my God, he is running across the water. That's amazing <laughs> to yeah. have that go uh, on. Just, just for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't quite work. And so it's like, well, we got to swim. And it's like 30 miles to swim. That's yeah. how far across the Sandora River is. Until a Sandoran catfish shows up. <laughs> it's really rare and to his see. His favorite one. food is man. <laughs> they all start to swim. I love how she always talks about how rare these animals are that they keep attacking them. Yes. And it's just like. <laughs> and then all of a Didi sudden. is a bad tour guide. <laughs> yes, she is. And then all of a sudden it gets knocked out and it's like the Kung Fu Jugons are back. <laughs> yeah. Luffy's rare God. teaching to these guys out of nowhere, just off panel. They're back and ready to help. I mean, it was it was like one panel like 15 chapters ago. <laughs> and I just I love that it just comes back in the most random way like this. Yeah. And they take out the they take out the catfish. They they, they basically kill it, I think. Yep. And then there's the, they're like guiding each other with the flags and pulling it by its whiskers to just <laughs> ferry them across. It's I amazing. I love these guys. The Jugons are, are great. <laughs> they need to be a Pokemon so I can catch them. <laughs> exactly. The, the the pacing in this section with, with all of the animals is so just breakneck bonkers. I know. And it's, it's like just a sense of time because it's like 30 minutes past from from rain base three hours across the desert with the crab one hour to cross the, the river with the jugons and now they're still have to cross all the, this desert again to get to alabarna i don't even know if the eyelashes can get us there in time because we only have three hours and only two of us can ride on eyelashes plus we could still get ambushed by baroque works isn't there any way to get there and then all of a sudden they see something in the distance 
Karu in the yeah. Supersonic Duck Squadron. And I'll be honest, when Karu left, I'm like, wait a second, because I, I, I could have swore they showed up earlier. It's like, mm-hmm. were those guys, were those, was that awesome Duck Squadron just filler? And then they come back yeah. here with these amazing designs. They're so good. There is some badass designs. Like, I don't think they really get used that much. No, I don't <laughs> think they, so. They all have, like, the, Oda could have just made these all look like all look like Karu, but they all have unique designs and they're all awesome. I, I think my favorite has to be the one on the far left that kind of looks like Mihawk. Yeah, me too. I was, that was like, it, it's wearing glasses, but has glasses on his hat. I know. It's too good. It's too good. Also, like, like Karu's got the water, but the one to the left of him, it, it looks like he's got like booze. I, it does seem like it. It seems like it says BBR. <laughs> so I wonder if like, at first I was, it was barbecue sauce, but then it was like, nah, yeah, it's probably just liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things so much. Yeah, what a great surprise. Mm-hmm. And now, one hour's left, and I I can't imagine. Miss Merry Christmas's patience must be completely frayed at this point. Babysitting yeah. a tied-up man for, what, five hours? Oh, my God. Bunshi finally arrives, and there's the situation. They have to set up an ambush, because the enemy is a band of pirates who have already eliminated six of their top agents. You know, when they word it like that, it, it kind of makes them sound like a threat. Yeah, yeah, it really does. So they're all pumping themselves up. It's like, Mr. Two's like, well, it comes to deception. I'm second to none. And Double Finger's like, well, Mr. I, Mr. One and I can get rid of them all once and for all. Of course, Merry Christmas and Mr. Four is like, like, hey, we're the ones for this job. We'll go first. So they're all itching for this fight, ready to take them oh, on. Oh, yeah. And all their ideas is the the big thing that the, the big job they have remaining is they need to kill Prince the Vivi. Yep. And. That's- that's, That's where it. the chapter ends. That's it. It's like we oh, got our, we got our setup, boys. We yeah. are. It, we are. We are here. We are set. It is time for probably nonstop action. It's just gonna be fight after fight, and it's gonna be something else to see. What what an amazing set of chapters we had this week. Oh man, Good Lord, I I was just on the edge of my seat the entire time. Seeing that fight with Luffy again, I cannot overest uh, like overstate how much it blew me, blew my mind to see Luffy lose. Because yeah. I'd never seen a win streak like this in anything before. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's, um at least for me at the time, like reading reading kind of similar kind of Shonen Jump manga, it's like, yeah, the protagonist can lose, but sort of like losing at this incredibly crucial moment and like kind of being left for dead while, while the friends have to kind of like take care of things for a while. I don't know. It just It just makes for a super interesting setup. Yeah, it, it sort of ties into the whole common idea of the main character needing to take on the main villain and not, but not being around in order yeah. to do that. But the reason he's not around is because he lost round one. Yeah, like I mean, you see it in something like Dragon Ball, where you know they have like the common trope, like oh, everyone's just waiting for Goku to show up to save the day. But like, it would be like if like Goku had already showed up and lost. Yeah, and. Yeah. We've we've seen that a few a few times with Goku, but again, Go, I feel like Goku in Dragon Ball lost a bit more often than yeah yeah yeah. I, I, really, nothing too crazy. I get, other than the fact that they named it Baroque Works because uh, the, the Baroque style, to his opinion, was unnecessarily ostentatious and excessively ornamental. So that's why they're so flamboyant. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I also love this. Hey, you're a girl. Why are you reading Shonen Jump? It's like why shouldn't a girl read Shonen Jump? And he's just like, hey, 
Thirty percent of the readership of Shonen Jump is is girls. So I imagine that ratio is probably higher now. Is this this would have been like the early two thousands? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. It's probably only increased. So, but even then, Maybe. so think we're having about one two point two million comrades, according to my rough calculations throughout Japan. And hey, wow. as long as they understand the boys' fiery spirit, boys, girls, old guys, and old ladies are welcome. All welcome. Good. And hell yeah, everybody. Sh- everybody should read One Piece. Everybody should read Shonen Jump. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as you said, fantastic group of chapters. We're in for the action at this point. I am so, so, so excited to see. We're kind of almost done in a weird way. Yeah, it's really, we're at that point now that was at Arlong, where they arrived at Arlong Park. It's now time for the fights for uh, to see who gets paired up with who because it's not really obvious this time who's going to get paired up with who in, in this one and to just see how it all breaks down especially Vivi has to stop the rebels the crew has to defeat the rest of the Baroque Works agents Luffy has mm-hmm. to get back to Alabarna and stop Crocodile somehow it feels like there's not much left in the grand scheme mm-hmm. when you look at it in a macro sense but all these little pieces have to be moved and there's quite a bit oh yeah it's good stuff Yes. So with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 176 to 180 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter talking about anime manga games and my job. Nothing in particular to talk about. I think uh, just business as usual for me. Uh, yep. read, read One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, as you all should. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 181 to 185 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. We're going to take life one piece at a time. That sandstorm is going to pick up strength. And eventually it will become strong enough that even I can't stop it. I don't believe you, liar! Yuba is finished. If you don't end this now, I will! Did you really think you were my equal? There have been any number of rookies like you who've challenged me, and you've all shared a common trait, fatal ineptitude. And in the end, the only thing you are truly qualified for is death.